and we're back. Hello. The, the media boys are here. I have to look away from the mic to burp. It's just, I can't, the audience, you know, they just can't handle. They can't such handle a, a burp in a mic. Such a crisp burp. I mean, I'm, I'm using a Sure SM58. Folks, I've, heard of, I've heard of hot mics, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Folks, I took a, a whole major, whole radio television major, just so I could tell you what kind of mic a Sure SM58 is. I think it's a, a dynamic. <laughs> it might be a condenser. It's one of those. Well, at least anyway, you know kind of what it is. I kind of know what it is. I can see yeah. the words on the side. I'm I'm just reading a label. When I when I do that too, and I I'm talking, you probably can't hear me. <laughs> so the peas are going to be extra uh, popping today. We don't got a pop filter. Good thing we don't have a. <laughs> good thing one of our medias has a pea in it. <laughs> yeah you know i'm actually i'm watching you it's kind of like i'm watching some media oh you know, oh you're consuming right now. <laughs> i'm i'm consuming two boys <laughs> in the That's form of media time. yeah just another day in my life and then we're both consuming the same boy right now <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you're consuming me mm-hmm. you see i'm but I, i'm taking up most of the screen I'm, I'm gonna move a little closer so you can have a little bit more a little more boy Little little taste of a uh, more of a boy. Anyway, you're listening to the Media Boys. I'm Chris. I'm that's Nathan. my that's my segue. Oh, and I'm I'm William. William and Doyle. This is, yeah, this is Holmes. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, full Chris Show Mealy, made up middle name, but the other two words that I said, yeah, that's my name, Chris Mealy. And on this episode, we're gonna be making some movies out of books we're going to be exploring undiscovered planets and we're going to be rocking out rocking out and i took notes so i know what i'm talking about this time no but folks we consumed three pieces of media that each of us recommended one a movie one a video game and one can nathan say what it is an album. That's Super right. Rosa by the Pixies. Okay, oh, so well, album? Are we starting with the album? Once again, we're yeah. jumping ahead a little. We, I mean, we could start with the album this time. I think last... Oh, yeah? I okay. thought it was like watch, listen, play. Yeah, we started with the movie last time. Maybe we should be a little... Like, we can, like, consistently... Yeah, consistently start with the movie. Yeah. We um, could be a little consistent. Mm-hmm. Go for it, Chris. You recommend the movie. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Are we going into it? We're going head, head oh. first in the movie, or <laughs> am I saying what what I recommended? Oh, we should all say what we recommend, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, re- I recommended adaptation, the movie, two thousand two, <laughs> movie. <laughs> okay, Nathan. Nathan, go for it. Uh, I recommended Surfa Rosa by the Pixies from nineteen eighty eight, and I recommended the. Uh, Xbox 360 classic, uh, 2006 Lost Planet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's all good and well, but uh, be, before we dive headfirst into those, uh, let's go to the shallow end. And I gotta ask you, what do you guys have? What have you guys been consuming recently? Uh, people expect the media boys to be consuming all types of media beyond our recommendations. So, what have you guys been uh, chewing on? Oh, I've been I've been chewing on some. Uh, uh, Hunger Games, the book. Mm. It's good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Nice. 
Well, I, I feel like last time we wanted some digital yeah. media. We talked well, about this. <laughs> I hope I'm hoping it was via a Kindle. Uh, it was via uh, my phone, Audible. This, this is the Audible, <laughs> right? The Audible. Yeah. Guy. Who is the narrator? Anyone? Anyone good? Uh, she's good. I don't know her name. <laughs> okay, got you. Uh, I was gonna say they, they didn't get Woody. They, get they didn't get Woody. Damn. Woody Harrell but, for that. But it is funny because the way she does the voice of Woody Harrelson's character, I was like, damn. That's like Woody. She's just doing a Woody Harrelson voice. <laughs> no, I got Woody in here. They bring in an actor just for one role of a book. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. Well, anyway, what about you, Nathan? Um, I'm still consuming Slay the Spire. Uh, I got it on my phone, and I've just been playing that a lot. That's this is, you know, I can relate with that, because I also have been playing Slay the Spire Mm-hmm. Uh, on my Nintendo Switch. You see, I uh, on the plane ride, for, for the audience, the people listening at home, we're not in the same room right now. You can probably tell that. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa, can you believe that? Almost like uh, a pandemic is happening. <laughs> it's it's like the magic of podcasting is uh, happening right before your ears. But uh, I, yeah, I, I took a plane. <laughs> Terrifying right now, but I did. I had to take a plane because my car broke down. And now I'm in Tennessee. Yeehaw. And I'm uh, recording via Zoom. Isn't that amazing? But uh, I, yes, I, I played Slay the Spire for half of the plane ride, and then I played Catan on my Switch for the other half. Nice. The plane ride was very short. I'll um, say that. Yeah, it's like to Tennessee, that's like nothing. Speaking of phone games, I downloaded um, They just released... Uh, Dead by Daylight on the phones not too long ago. Wait, how does that even play? It sucks. <laughs> yeah, so I bad. bet. That sounds awful. But uh, I, I downloaded that. It's mm-hmm. free. And, uh, ooh, boy, is it rough. Yeah. How does that even control? Uh, well, you got a whole bunch of buttons on the front. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one then, of those games where, like, like, your fingers take up most of the screen. Yeah, which is bad because, like, that game is a lot of, like, you need visibility yeah. to, like, do anything in that game. Jesus. Um, I played as the killer. And there's a really fun thing that it does where it uh, it auto-tracks the survivors, which, you know, it's helpful. When you're in a chase, you're chasing the survivor, it auto-tracks them so, like, they can't mess you up. But if there's two, if there's two survivors running around you, it does not know what to do. <laughs> and, like, it fucking freaks out, and uh, it makes it impossible to do anything. So, there's that. Damn, sounds like booty. I, I've been watching 30 Rock. Oh. I'm on season five of that. Yeah, it's really like a solid show, just like yeah, you ins- like straight silly. I love it. You inspired me because I I did watch the first episode a little bit ago to continue rewatching. It's been a long time, but mm-hmm. yes, it's 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 a, a very good show. Yeah, it's worth a watch. That's your sitcom recommendation of the show. We're not going to mention any other sitcoms. Okay, so don't expect it. Okay, so no, don't bring up any more sitcoms ever. Yeah. Okay. Thirty Rock. <laughs> Thirty Rock. Oh, that's a great sitcom. <laughs> I've been consuming a lot of Vassai reviews recently on really? YouTube.com. Yeah, they've been recommended to me recently. Mm-hmm. Actually, now that Jenna Marbles is out of the game, we can uh really step it is up. Is that what the new video is about? Yeah. Damn. It, I, okay. Taking room I, for the top. Well, wow. it's funny. It's funny we were talking about Thirty Rock because that was. 
had some recent controversy because they had to remove uh, old blackface episodes. Yeah, we're in the middle of watching it, and like we watched one of the blackface episodes, and now uh, like that episode's gone, and a few other ones. Yeah, yeah, but what happened with Jenna Marbles? Was it something like that? I it was like an old video. I don't know. Oh, I, really? Yeah. Oh, yikes! But she's the, she sent a message like, uh, "I'm gonna stop for a little bit." Something to do with uh, tanning. She like tanned or something. Oh, yeah. like, I don't know. Look, look. I, there's there's probably worse out there. I mean, like uh, Jeremy Johns. Everyone loves uh, the famous YouTuber viewer. Jeremy and, Johns do blackface. Yeah, it, in one of his old uh, Twilight reviews, it ends with him killing Edward, <laughs> and he's dressed up as Blade. So. <laughs> Oh my god, it's like Billy Crystal. I don't understand how Billy Crystal hasn't been canceled yet because of his like long he has like a long running character, Jazz Man. And in the Oscars, the twenty eleven Oscars, he does blackface. Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal. My boy? Yeah, your boy. The king. I'm just expecting all these like uh <laughs> all these like characters to come back for one final show. Yeah, you want to recreate the yeah. We got we're gonna get uh, Jeremy Johns as Blade. We're gonna get Billy Crystal as Jazzman. I'm falling over. What are you two doing? <laughs> as fucking Mike Wazowski. I'm trying to do a bit. I'm trying oh, to do a bit. So were we? We gotta yeah. get on the same page. What bit were My, we okay, the bit is that they're gonna do one final show for all of these characters before they're all canceled. Gotcha. So like, we got Jeremy Johns as Blade. We got Jazzman. We have a uh, the thirty every we air every episode that has been removed, for like for, from Thirty Rock, It's Always Sunny, uh, and all the other shows. I'm assuming it's many many shows from the 2000s. Uh, it's uh it's surprising how much there is, and it's gonna be one final hurrah. Uh, I guess we could go into it. Let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess your your watch playlist and yeah. wait. Yeah, watch yeah, playlist. Yeah, so Chris, what is uh, what is your recommendation? Oh, I'm I'm the first. Yeah, yeah. movie first. All right, Watchman. Okay, I gotta dip my toes. Is it the Watchman? No, we didn't. So recommendation. We didn't look. We didn't watch no, didn't. the Watchmen. We watched. <laughs> we watched the series and the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We watched the extended cut of the movie, the six-hour extended cut. I think it's only three hours. <laughs> No, with, well, like I the an- twice. with the what if, comic book part of it, it's like six hours. Long. What if what if uh, HBO Max is like, yeah, we'll release the Snyder Cut, and then they just Watch they just the Snyder Cut post the Watchmen. Look we'll at the uh, Snyder, Snyder Cut. cut. All of his movies, like the Legends of Guardian, the Owls of Ghoul, oh, or geez. whatever. <laughs> that was him. Yeah, that was Zach. Guardian? That's a Zack Snyder movie. Guardians of Ghoul. Yeah, Guardians of Ghoul. Ghoul. <laughs> I didn't know he was a Ghoul director. Yeah. He directed one of the famous Gahul films. Gahul's <laughs> part of the Gahul franchise. Wow, we mm-hmm. so many of those really classic films. That's that. That was where he became famous was for making that movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, the movie I'm I recommended I pick this episode. Sorry, my the headphones I'm wearing one just like blacked yeah, out. I, I couldn't hear it out there. Do it again. What, what movie? Okay, the I think the XLR cable disconnected for a second. Anyway, the movie that I recommended this time around 
was Adaptation, starring Nicolas Cage, directed by Spike Jones, uh, written by, written by Charlie Kaufman. I can tell you that for sure. Really, I didn't know that <laughs> he wrote. He wrote that movie. Apparently, he wrote the movie where the main character's name is Charlie Kaufman. Is it blacking out for you? Can you still yeah, hear it? Yeah, it's cutting now. Yeah. It's, I think I keep moving around too much. I have to be completely still because I don't have a mic stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This sucks. Anyway. No good. Mm-mm. But the main okay. character's name is? Adaptation is about Charlie Kaufman. He's a screenwriter. And he's writing a script about a book by Susan Arleen titled The Orchid Thief. And he can't. And he has complete writer's block. Right, and it kind of drives him a bit nuts. He has severe anxiety and severe depression, and life is just hell. Meanwhile, his brother Donald Kaufman, who is a uh, a twin, uh, starts out. You know, he's starting his screenwriting. Uh, he's a newcomer to screenwriting, and he's basically writing kind of the complete opposite of what he's trying to write, which is a. Uh, uh, a paint by numbers uh, action thriller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so meanwhile, yeah, everyone loves it. Yeah. The class. Meanwhile, while we're following Charlie, we're also seeing uh, Susan Arlene and uh, her, basically um, the what the Orchid Thief is about. We're basically seeing that story unfold also. Mm-hmm. And well, so, folks. The actual film adaptation of. Yeah, yeah. we actually piece. did it. Yeah, the actual it's a, it's almost like we're watching like an actual like a script based off the book. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, it gets it gets a lot crazier than that. Then that's just like a, a surface level. Yeah. Uh, trying to sum up the plot of this movie. Yeah, we're getting into spoilers, right? We'll do like a spoiler. yeah. We'll get we can get we can spoil it, but before we even get into the, I'll, I'll tell you why I recommended this, why I picked this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I watched this movie for the first time, probably like freshman year of high school. And I just, I, I just, I don't know why I just, I guess I bought a copy of it and I just watched it and it kind of gave me my like first existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, I, I, but I would say it came out of like the perfect time because this movie, like it, like it made me uh, view film watching and like writing differently than I did before. Yeah. yeah. Because this movie, it's about a screenwriter in Hollywood, but in no way does it glamorize being a screenwriter. No, it's the opposite. And because uh, Charlie Kaufman, uh, he, before he wrote this movie, he wrote uh, um, Being John Malkovich, which is important because this kind of is the character of Charlie Kaufman in this film is like him before he became like not a household name, but like a critical success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what being John Malkovich did for him. So Charlie Kaufman is the type of person who he's trying to one up himself. Basically he wants to write a script that is completely original. Mm-hmm. He wants to do something no one has ever done before in a script because he thinks that's the only way to respect the source material. And that just it it kind of drives him insane, trying to come up with that, and because he it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. he wanted um, the uh, 
the movie to match the tone of the book of kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. Like about like just life just like, in general. Yeah, just mundane stuff. Mm-hmm. And that really speaks to like the creative process because every, anytime, you know, you sit down and make something, everyone has the same thought where it's like, I want to make something no one has ever seen before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's hard to do that because you need know, to have so many influences and things like that. And like, there's definitely like, what will an audience enjoy, which I think is what he kind of deals with is like, kind of like making an original movie versus like something like people actually want to see. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this movie pulls off this a, a trick that I don't think you have seen before where it is an original idea. And it, but it doesn't come off a, like an original idea about making a script about writing a script. Yeah, that is, doesn't come across as pretentious. In no, fact, it, no. it comments on itself mm-hmm. about being pretentious. Um, and it, it's in no way is it like Oscar bait, and it just like it pulls off this story so well. And I think that's because one, Charlie Kaufman's a great writer, and two, I think Spike Jones is a just an amazing director they're both very innovative uh mm-hmm. creative minds um but yeah it just it's a movie that really uh stood out to me when i was younger and it became one of my favorites and uh i think i don't know if i watched being john malkovich first i might have watched that later mm-hmm. but i don't know i think i don't know why i picked adaptation out <laughs> when i was younger I've never to watch seen it. any other movies written Re- really really yeah well, this is a good starting point, at least I think so. I mean, I've seen other movies he's written, but this is, like, really solid, like, getting an understanding of, like, his writing style. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, this movie, uh, it's not like a movie that's, like, the subtext is, like, oh, that's, like, like, the sh- you, you, when you examine the script, maybe you're, like, oh, this is a really well-structured movie, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not, like, something, like, I don't know, if you watch, like, Knives Out, um, you'll be thinking like, oh, what's going to happen next? You know, and, and you don't, you, and you're thinking like, oh, uh, the way Rian Johnson subverted that uh, really worked for me. You know, you think about the script itself. Yeah. But in this, it's like, it's like putting it right in your face. It's like, this is the script for the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's you're actively thinking about it. Yeah. As opposed to like enjoying the movie and then later on maybe thinking about like how tight the script is. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's definitely interesting. I mean, I've definitely never seen a movie quite like that. There are a few things that I want to talk about with this movie that happened later on. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about after. Spoiler warning. Oh, so we can drop it now. Spoiler. Okay, well, well uh, before we get to spoilers, I, maybe just like your initial reactions to watching it. Oh, I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Once, once I realized like what was happening, what this movie was, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm on board. I'm on board with this movie." Yeah. No, I I, I agree. I was really surprised by it. I've been kind of keeping this one away, even though I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I still had never watched this, and I realized this is probably one of his best performances he's ever done. Yeah. Yeah. He does plays himself and his twin brother. Um, Every time I had heard about this movie before, I thought it was about Charlie Kaufman going crazy and he yeah. was just seeing a double of himself. Yeah, until until they explicitly said that it was his twin brother, I thought he was just going crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a scene at, towards the beginning when, like, he's walking, he gets home, 
it's walking the stairs and it's just another one of him laying on the floor talking shit. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is uh-huh. happening? <laughs> yeah. But I just, I thought it was a really interesting movie. A lot to think about, a lot of pull from it. It's definitely a movie I would watch again to like, and to, I'd have to watch it again to fully like yeah. get what, get yeah. So what's interesting about Nick Cage's performance is that, well, he gives two performances and they're both like the complete opposite. Yes. Which is what Nicolas Cage can do very well. So Yeah. And usually like, like thinking about like two complete opposite, uh, like, uh, performances from the same actor, you think of like us mm-hmm. where that, in that instance, it's like good and evil in this, it's like, one's like uh-huh. anxiety, depression. Yeah. <laughs> The other one's like confident and like just a guy that can pull things off. Yeah. And I, I know Charlie Kaufman doesn't have a twin brother in like real life. So yeah. part of me thinks it, thinks of it as like maybe like what Charlie Kaufman could be past yeah. his confidence issues and stuff like that. He it's could, it's yeah. inside of him. Yeah, exactly. It's his ideal self, yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, if he, that movie that his brother makes sounds amazing and i would love to watch it yeah, <laughs> it three. sounds like yeah the three it sounds like the dumbest thing ever and i i love it yeah he like, mentions horse, the horseback horse ride <laughs> <laughs> he wants to do a horseback uh chase scene i was thinking they basically did that in john wick three yeah they did they, they stole from the it. three they ripped off donald uh kaufman john wick three the three Oh, it could be. I could see that, honestly. And and just like in Donald's script, uh, John Wick is actually the enemy too. He's like mm-hmm. multiple people. Mm-hmm. Damn, they they they're ripping off uh, Donnie over here. It's messed up. Yeah, it's Donnie Kaufman. Yeah. But apparently, his script is a huge hit. His script is a gigantic hit. Uh, so yeah, you, you, uh, posthumous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'll get that posthumous check. Uh-huh. You'll probably get an Oscar, that posthumous Oscar. They'll have to give it to him. So, uh, William, what, what did you warning before that? Yeah. Or oh, what <laughs> we were doing a spoiler warning? Oh yeah, the spoilers. Before that, spoiler warning. Okay, yeah. Uh, what I want to talk about was uh, the scene where he goes to the seminar about making writing movies. And when he gets fucking yelled at for doing inner monologues, and then there's like no more inner monologues. For yeah. This movie, yeah. Which I think is fucking really cool. Yeah. Cause like if you think of it in terms of like how the, because the movie's about the movie being written, and like obviously he got that talk and was like, oh shit. Oh, shit. All right, let me just cut this out then. Yeah. And then like, and then it comes back at the very end yeah. of the movie. And then um, there's also the scene where they're in the, Donnie and Charlie are inside of a, the hotel room. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't know how to finish this movie. And mm-hmm. he gives it to his brother, Donnie. He'd be like, what would you do? And the whole ending mm-hmm. is like fucking <laughs> not real. And like they use the flowers they find to fucking snort yeah. drugs. And yeah. like, there's a fucking gun battle yeah. and a chase scene. He makes it into an action movie. Yeah, like, it's like the brother. Fucking balls to the wall. Like <laughs> insane. But it's like lovable. Like, because yeah. it's like the complete opposite of the rest of the movie. Yeah. Which is like, even what the guy who, like, you know, he talks to at the seminar is like, just if you make a good ending, a wild ending, people will love, <laughs> love it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I think that's really rad mm-hmm. that they did that. Yeah. Uh, what I took from uh, this viewing of this movie uh, in like a theme could be because like a lot of the movie is very self-conscious. 
like a lot of the choices it makes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the end, he learns you got to you just have to do what feels right. Yeah. It's like he he finds his ending, but that's yeah. just because he's doing what feels right. Yeah, which is, I guess, the ultimate lesson that he learned in real life. Yeah, because, I mean, that's how his brother was so confident. Yeah. He did what felt right. And uh, his his brother kind of, it's funny, his brother is, like, a confident, kind of likable asshole, Mm -hmm. but he's also, like, a complete hack. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes him lovable, though. Like, he's such a lovable character. Yeah, he's a lovable guy, whereas... Uh, I, Charlie is kind of not lovable. Oh, yeah, Char- Charlie's like your like you know movie like atypical like oh I'm a shy like you yeah. know kind of yeah guy. but like but also like not like that like to an extreme no like, no like, it's not like too and not like, like lovably shy like no. fucking but like like yeah exactly like this guy's a fucking weirdo <laughs> modern critics modern critics would be like if this came out today it would be like. Uh, Charlie Kaufman portrays himself as an incel. <laughs> the, uh, the perfect movie for incels. Yeah, this is an incel movie. And then the internet would have a giant war over adaptation. Yeah, it would have, be like the most divisive movie of all time. Is adaptation the most dangerous movie ever made? I think so. Mm-hmm. Please don't show the incels this movie. Yeah. When he masturbates to the back cover flap of the author's picture. Yeah, imagine what? masturbating to Meryl Streep. Good God. And <laughs> <Apes>. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, w- I was watching it um, with, with uh, my girlfriend, and she was saying, like, oh, it just seems like a movie to set up Nicolas Cage sleeping with a bunch of women or having masturbation fantasies with a bunch of women, which is kind which, of true. Yeah, that does happen. Yeah. Quite often. It happened with the girl from uh arrest development yeah yeah Um, well charlie kaufman was like yeah i'll play myself for this one (laughs) (laughs) and then his real life wife shows up in the movie which is wild oh really oh that was her uh uh, catherine no catherine uh keener you know the woman who's in being john malkovich oh are they married they're married yeah i think they're married in real life Uh, Hmm. The woman from from Get Out, Joe Rogan. Can you look that up for me? Look it up, look it up, look it up for me. I don't know how Joe Rogan. But yeah, is. I don't know. I've never listened to a thing. I, I just never. I guess like three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we could get to I guess final thoughts because we gotta move on. We gotta get to the next piece of media. Oh, yeah, we gotta That's get true. to play. Uh, I guess I could I could start off. Oh yeah. Because this is my pup, my uh, pick. Wait, wait. Before I get to my final thoughts, are they married? Um, let me see. <laughs> he just looked her up and didn't check if they were married. No, I am completely wrong. She is married to Dermot Moroni? Dermot Moroni. Oh, this guy. Oh. Dermot Moroni. He's not the guy that gets... For the class. One sec. He gets mixed up with the other guy. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, I don't even know. If okay, you're that. holding up the screen and it's all bright. I can't see. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. He looks like it might as well be Martin Freeman. That's what he kind of looks like. Uh, we're gonna take a little ad break and we'll catch you after. Wait, I didn't get to my final thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do the final thoughts first? Yeah. Okay. I'll say this. Uh, there's a lot in this movie that we obviously couldn't cover, but I will say I watched this for the second time in a script class, a class all about uh, screenwriting. And beyond the 
existential crisis of the movie. Uh, it is definitely a good movie to watch if you're into screenwriting or film in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you like, it, it's a good, I would say this is a movie that should be recommended on like starter lists for like getting into film. Yeah. I, um, I feel that I put it on like a list like that. Because it definitely will make you view things differently. Cause it's an act, it's actively thinking about the process of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, Nicholas Cage is amazing. Uh, uh, Meryl Streep is amazing. And so is Chris Cooper. Yes. He is also oh, amazing. He plays a Florida, a Florida hick who uh, I, I would say uh, basically sums it all up. He's one of those characters. Sums up Florida. Mm-hmm. Seminole perfect. County, right? Yeah. Wild. That's right up the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're Florida boys as well as media boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not just Tennessee boys. Well, uh-uh. I'm a media boy first. Oh, yikes. I put F- Florida boys like maybe like the seventh on my list of uh what i am you're more of a consumer i got you a consumer yeah yeah i love to consume mm-hmm. but i guess my final thoughts very strong movie all around great movie i um, recommend watching it yeah very like like you said powerful acting nick cage amazing chris cooper love that whole bit really solid stuff yeah recommend it and if you like the movie at the buy from us <laughs> Maybe watch Being John Malkovich first. <laughs> Maybe watch Being John Malkovich uh, before watching this, just so you have an idea of Charlie Kaufman's writing. See if you, you, you dig it. And then watch Adaptation. But I guess we could take a break now. All right, small break. All right. Cut to the ad music. Bump, 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 bump. Carbonated milk. <laughs> would I? Is would that you, what you're saying? Would you try it? Yeah. What about carbonated marinara sauce? Uh, Bring that over some pasta. Mm. See how that goes. I, I mean, feel I'd like try it. I'd probably look like a coward in front of my Italian family if I didn't try it. So. Or would they be angry about no. that? Uh, Egg. they, uh, hmm? Eggs? Raw eggs, carbonated. And, and, then, and then make like a omelet out of it. Imagine how like fluffy they would be. Mm-hmm. Is this something? Is this anything? Can yeah, we make I, a new podcast about what we could about soda stream? I mean, that sounds like a, like a YouTube video, like you, like us trying out the soda stream stuff. We're the Soda Boys. Soda Boys, also known as the Bass Hats and the Media Boys. Yeah, so um, many things. This could be part of the podcast too. We can. I think it is. Oh, oh we're it, still, it basically is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, soda, so, soda Stream, the number one uh, soda uh, maker of Israel. Uh, soda Stream. Check out Soda Stream. Soda Stream. Yeah. Are they you have a co- do some uh, water? This is uh, the ad section, right? I'm drinking a nice cold Diet Mountain Dew. Uh, so what? Right now, I'm uh, sipping on some oh, delicious uh, Tennessee water, filtered through a Brita filter. Um, Brita filter, the number one 
water filter of Tennessee. Check it out. Drinking some Kona, Tropical Punch, Island Seltzer. Island Seltzer. Now, who's going to do the next Probably. piece of media? Which one are you? Oh, uh, well, uh, play. Yeah, that's yeah, me. Video game. Yeah, yeah. All right. The video game I picked is 2006's Lost Planet. Uh, fun game. You play as you're on a different, you're on a planet. Uh, it's not lost. <laughs> I don't know why it's called that, but it's a colonized planet called EDN 3. And its whole deal is that it's covered in snow. It's really cold. And uh, to survive, there's uh, aliens that drop this thing called thermal energy to power to power and heat buildings and machines there. Mm-hmm. So there's a big company that also has uh, a mining operation for this energy. And the whole thing is that they're corrupt is a side story is part of the story and you go fight them because they're evil corporation. Another story is that a big alien called green eye kills your dad and you have to go kill that alien. And then the last bit is uh, your goal is to terraform the planet to make it hospitable and not cold. Mm-hmm. And that's the- wow. Nice. You know, I wouldn't have known that from playing the game. <laughs> well, I skipped all the cutscenes. And then yeah. the second game, uh, the whole plants there's no snow because you terraform the planet Damn, that and so nice. like it's all like lush tropical forests but this twist is the aliens thrived in the warmer climate so uh oh they're bigger yeah. <laughs> why, did, well, why did you recommend this game? I recommended it because I really love the feel of the game how it plays um, if you never played it it feels a lot like a uh, Dark Souls type game or Monster Hunter, but it's a third person shooter. It has similar mechanics with like a dodge roll, an invincible dodge roll, and uh, all your actions feel weighty and specific. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, I don't know, in other shooters, like you can get shot and still move around normally. This game has uh, like uh, flinching mechanics. So when you get shot, you like get stunned. And there's a whole emphasis on a uh, knowing when you can do things. Yeah. And uh, it's fun. There's also a grapple hook, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and you, there's also a mechanic where you can shoot grenades out of the air. And that, like explosives, you can shoot them out of the air. And that's a whole big play. The multiplayer is really fun. And uh, that's why I like it. I like the, the gameplay, the feel of it. Awesome. And you can throw the story in the trash bin, right? Yeah, pretty trash pretty bin much. story. That's what I kind of did when I, I uh, got to play it for a few hours today and um if you skip the cutscenes, you could probably pull off a pretty good speed run <laughs> oh yeah yeah probably and you know, finish this game in like five hours yeah right yeah it's not too long um the boss fights are really good they're fun mm-hmm. and um actually fun little tidbit in the third game they changed it up completely they gave it to an american developer and they tried to make it like um it's like survival horror right? yeah it's like uh dead space kind of Dead Space mixed with Gears of War, which oh. really sucks. But the main guy looks like Nicolas Cage. If you want to look him up, hmm. <laughs> we already have, we have a connection here now. Yeah, yeah, there's connection. I like that. That's what I like to see between our media. Some connections. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, he kind of looks like Nicky Boy. Are you? Pu- oh, you're looking at the thing. I thought you were trying to pull a prank on me. Drake did. But uh, this game. Right. 
Mm-hmm. At first, you know, uh, you have to get used to the way it controls because mm-hmm. the re- like- you move the reticle as you move around. Yeah, I feel yes. like that's the biggest like point. You definitely have to go into the settings and change the speed of your reticle like the max to make it feel like right. And even then, like I guess my biggest issue is it still felt kind of slow. Yeah, unlike, but you get used to it. Unlike other shooters, your reticle isn't always at the center of the camera. Yeah, you move around the reticle throughout the camera, and when you get close to an edge, then it turns the camera. Yeah, and I think that's like interesting. I've never played a game that plays quite like this, which I, I think is like a cool like thing. I mean, I'm, it's literally like I mean, it's a third person shooter, but. There's a lot of differences in it, and especially it's like got a lot of variety, especially with like mech sections mm-hmm. and stuff like that. There, there is a lot to this game. Yes. Yeah. It, it, yeah. There are details to this game, like the mech suits, um, finding the weapons. Yeah, and you don't only um, fight like giant monsters; you fight humans as humans, well. Yeah. The the terrain stays the same. It's all snowy, but yeah. uh, there throughout. I mean, like each mission, basically, from what I play, I only played five missions. Okay, that's as far as I could get. Um, but each mission, from what I've played, has uh, like one mission will be a, a big field. The other mission, you'll be like going around wreckage. Mm-hmm. Oh, with like um, the worms, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, there is that variation to it, which I think keeps it. Also, towards um, the end of the game, you get into like a a volcano area, mm-hmm. so it changes drastically. Where it's oh, okay, you know, like rock and like lava. Yeah, yeah. Because I was getting a little sick of the snow. Yeah, but I guess that's a part of the plot yeah, of the game. That, oh yeah, the part a part of the gameplay mechanic is that uh, everything you do is linked to the thermal energy. Yeah. So if you have to keep that up to heal your health, to move, to just exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought I was gonna hate that because uh, there's something about games where like you have a timer sitting on the corner that like really like kills me. But this, it didn't really feel like it was much of a yeah. challenge. It, it's not like the worst part yeah. of the game. Yeah, it's what. What? Uh, I, it's all, oh, go ahead. You're saying something. I keep talking. It's Zoom. Damn Zoom. But uh, it's only. It's one of the only games I've ever played where if you're low T, you'll die. Yeah. 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 Low T. Well, yeah, yeah, low T, low testosterone. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but what I do like about this game is the harder difficulties are, instead of, like, enemies just being tougher and deal more damage, uh, the difficulty adjustment is that your T energy depletes faster. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't get to play it on So, that doesn't make, like, a... It doesn't make bosses like a slog or a chore. They just have like a big ton of health. Mm-hmm. The difficulty is like killing the enemies around to keep your key energy up mm-hmm. and then going back to the boss. Yeah, so you'll be fighting monsters. And I, I like fighting the monsters. Um, I would say one kind of derivative thing in all the monsters is just like, oh, you got to shoot the orange part. That's orange. how you kill them. Mm-hmm. Shoot the orange part. But then you like it, they kind of become repetitive to the monsters. You face yeah. all the same monsters. Yeah, there's not but, too, um, like five. Yeah, but, oh, no, I was just gonna say I think like the strongest part of the game is what you can't experience now, and I feel like the online is where it was at. And we only got to play one game, and I don't even think it was like the best game we could play because it was all rocket launchers. Yeah. and I was getting like 
because like like you said there's like a flinching mechanic i get hit by a rocket you fall down and then once you get up they just hit you yeah. again and, it was, it was, aiming a rocket at and like i finally got used to it but then we couldn't find yeah. another game and like there's weird animation cancels especially with the rocket launcher where like yeah if you fire it on the ground you fire slower mm-hmm. and you like are stuck in a position but if you jump and then fire it you don't have any like restrictions mm-hmm. like when you land you get back right at it and also same with reloading when you reload on the ground with the rocket launcher you have to stand still yeah. but if you jump before you reload you can just reload in the air and then your character walks damn that's tips i, that, I wish i knew not know that. no i didn't <laughs> yeah. i was like over here having like the worst time <laughs> yeah there's uh there's weird animation cancels and uh, gotcha that's why everyone else was playing better mm-hmm. than me and i was like, also like God. um i don't know if you know this but uh the grab look mm-hmm. if you press the grab look again it cancels it Oh, okay. you use your momentum to like launch yourself like oh, you grapple wow. on something like higher up mm-hmm. and like to fall inside of a window you like grapple to the higher up part and then like you let go oh wow. that's really good actually yeah. Yeah. there's a lot of, like weird movement and stuff in that game mm-hmm. i guess i'd have to look up a multiplayer like video yeah to see what it's like because i didn't get to try that out i got to like go in the game for like a second and it was like in an office building and that map was like wild like i didn't even like expect like an office building yeah. in the game it, it was there's, interesting there's a lot of there's a lot of good maps they're very varied yeah yeah there's like a there's like a doom style map really or like a windows 98 loading screen of the maze oh whoa yeah. that so sounds it, awesome yeah it's because it was uh is that in colonies which was a windows and xbox exclusive and they had a cross play with mm-hmm. each other so they added like a map that was just the windows loading screen map uh the screen saver screen saver map mm-hmm. and like it's it was wild yeah that's really cool actually i would see i wish i would have gotten to experience that mm-hmm. there's also a multiplayer mode that was um you can play as the aliens versus a group of people and uh, that was interesting to like see how the mechanics of the aliens worked. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like fighting the aliens in the game, uh, but yeah, the when you get to like yeah. the moth, did you fight the moth? No, I didn't no. get the moth. But I, I, when you get to the humans, I, I, I really did not like the humans. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, when it like really like it's not great. Halts. Like but yeah. Because, like, the big fun of it is, like, oh, what's the next giant monster yeah. that I get to go for? And then there's, like, sections where... I, I don't know why they chose to do that. Yeah. Personally. Probably to have more, like, a mech combat. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, there will be humans with, like, rocket launchers. And that just, like, knocks you out. Yeah. Like, real fast. It's, like, it's pretty terrible. There's a lot and of... Then, in the sequel, they fixed a lot of like the uh, just getting stun locked over and over yeah. to just like being next to explosions. Yeah, and well, like the, the AI of the humans is like really bad. Yeah, it's like I uh, I walked into like a corner and there was just like five guys standing there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's I there's did. a mechanic that I like that this game has that like not a lot of other games have. You know, in like games, like usually when you kill somebody, they drop their weapon. This game it doesn't unless like you get a headshot on the person. So you can only pick up the weapon that enemy has if you headshot them. Gotcha. That makes sense. Also, like if you headshot people out of mechs, mm-hmm. they like launch out of the mech and then you can get inside. Oh, that's pretty good actually. Yeah. It's like a lot of weird little little things in that game that it, they don't they don't do a good job explaining. Yeah, it. that's the thing. I was gonna say that like especially with like multiplayer and like the grapple.
grapple mechanic. Like, I wish they would have, like, there would have been a way to, like, tell me that. Like, yeah. I, I appreciate not having too many tutorials, but I'd like, like, maybe some, some way the gameplay to show you, like, hey, you can do this. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah, because I found myself grappling around, like, a mountain, and then I realized I'm not supposed to go up the mountain, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I have to run across a big field with a worm. Yeah. Okay. I beat that level in like 15 minutes. It was really fast. Yeah. I just avoided the if worm. you just like hang out on the wall and just go. Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole thing is like that's just an optional boss is the worms. Gotcha. Yeah, I could have seen myself wasting like an hour fighting the worm and then realizing that I did not have to fight the worm. Not have to fight the worm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I didn't. I actually... I. I got killed by the worm, and I'm like, I'm just going to Google like, what this <laughs> like, level's okay. all about. The worm one-shots you if you get by it. Yeah. Like, really? he, just, he just eats you. I got eaten. Yeah. So I just ran around the worm, and I fought a mecha guy, and I beat the level. Yeah. So it's it, – it yeah, it, it does do that type of thing, where it's like one level will be like, I don't know. They never really went past like 25 minutes. Yeah, they don't get too long. Yeah. But then some levels, it'll be like not too long, and then like one that's like shorter than those. So it, it does have that good variation to it yeah. uh, with the amount of time you'll be spending in a mission. Mm-hmm. And I played on normal. I never thought it was like too difficult. No, uh, it, it really wasn't. Well, um, there was there was one part, only one part where I was like, okay, this is like annoying. But then I realized there's a mech suit in like right near me that if I get into that, well, basically, yeah. it'll be easy. But usually what it was is, like, somehow, like, it doesn't properly set up, like, oh, this is, like, how you should be doing this. I think I know what part you're talking about. Where, like, is it the mech boss, like, in the second mission? It's it's either the second or the third. Yeah, because no, I was... Is the worm the third? I want, it's one of those. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, that game, though, on its hard difficulty extreme... Is one of the hardest games I've ever played. Gotcha. Did you beat yes. it on extreme? Yes. Nice. But um, yeah. Like up until recently, like I don't really like have given up on a difficulty before. Mm-hmm. Like usually, if I try it, I usually see it through. Yeah. But um, the new Doom. I've been playing that on the hardest difficulty. That game is. <laughs> I think it was fucked up, man. Yeah, it is so hard. It's like difficult and it's not fun. Yeah, it's like difficult, not fun on on the hard mode. It's great on like an easier mode, but like yeah. And the hardest difficulty is if you die at any point in the game, it deletes your save and you have to start from the beginning. That's that's the new thing to do nowadays, I think. And it's like a twenty-hour game. Jesus (laughs) Christ! Yeah, getting like close to the end and losing that save. I just love I love being punished. By <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Games. Yeah, when I play video games, I want to like just be completely upset and sad. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm playing Pun- Last of Us too. Um, punishment first, baby. Yeah, like an hour. <laughs> nothing against I mean, nothing against hard games. I'm not saying I don't no, like no, a good I mean, challenge. A hard game's good. Like it, yeah. it, you just got to find a way to it's, balance. It's it. like it's like good when it's fair. Yeah, exactly. right. Like there are games that are hard just for, you know, just like I don't know, hard but not fair. Like uh, I feel like the Dark Souls games are a good example of fair difficulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right. Like uh, they're they're difficult. It's a lot of like trial and error and yeah. knowing what you have to do, but it's fair. 
it's like, oh, I, I fucked up. There's yeah. no like usual, there's not usually a time where it's like, oh, I definitely shouldn't have gotten hit by that. Yeah, exactly. Unless like you're doing multiplayer because the network's kind of shitty. And I feel like we've all played like a video game that like it's more, it's not about like skill, like that's what makes it hard. It's about like, oh, I have to like constantly learn what I shouldn't be doing. It just fucks me over yeah. constantly. And I, I hate, like, I hate games like yeah. that. Yeah. When I say punishment, I usually mean I'm, I'm punishing myself by uh, uh, okay. thinking that I can beat this. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Maybe like actually in, in a lot of games, if I spend like, let's say an hour just trying to do one thing, usually if I put it down and I don't know, play it the next day, I'll be fine. Cause I'm not, yeah. That's the that's the way like that way I've always played. It's like you gotta calm down, get in a better state of mind, and then when you come back to it, you're ten times better. Yeah. Cause you just get angrier and angrier and angrier with every time you play and die. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, you become less patient if like it requires patience. Like exactly. it requires you to like hang back for a few seconds or like not just a few seconds, but like a few seconds a lot of times. Like mm-hmm. you're like, oh I got one hit in, wait a quarter of a minute. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I don't want to wait, so I'm gonna try and sneak in two hits, and then you die for it. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really my fault if I die. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not the game. It's never the game. No, no, no. I wouldn't blame the media. uh, No, the media dying. All hail the great media. And speaking of media, what's another form of media? Maybe. Oh, final thoughts. thoughts. Lost point. Yeah. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. That's another type of media. That's what I was saying. <laughs> oh, I I love the game. It's a. I think it's very fun. And but is it a good game? I don't really think so. Yeah. Like, I love it. Love playing. Love how it feels. But it's not a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this is a very repetitive and very dumb game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think the dumbness is what makes it at least playable. Because it's like. It's a uh, very action focused. You don't really, you don't care about the characters of the story. Uh, the multiplayer is what really is. I, yeah, I. That's me thing. personally. Like, I didn't get to play through the whole thing, uh, but I did spend money on it, and uh, the almighty dollar demands that I eventually yeah. finish this game. Yeah. I might, <laughs> I might go back to. It. I probably what, will. What'd you get it on? Uh, Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, we should. We should get a. We should get a local a system link going. That'd be fun. Let's do it. Let's play. Uh, let's play yeah. it all together. That'd be good. Wild. Yeah, but no. I mean, I think like when I first played this years and years ago, when you recommended oh, yeah. it to me, I I had I hated it. Couldn't stand <laughs> it. I did not want to play it at all. Um, now coming back to it, I, I I guess I see for see it for what it is. It's kind of just like a fun dumb game yeah um it just gets a little grating is my thing like i'll play like maybe 30 minutes of it and be like oh yeah i'm having fun i'm doing mm-hmm. this and then it starts to get like like you said repetitive it's it a little tiring there's but yeah go ahead oh there's a lot of parts in the story where like it just has you walk while they talk to you on a radio yeah which and is like cooler. it's like oh you gotta listen to the, what they say on the radio so we're not gonna put anything here mm-hmm. yeah but it's a shame I can understand why you love it so much because yes. it is a fun game and I wish I got the same experience of like playing the multiplayer because I guess right now I have to judge it based off like single player mm-hmm. and I guess it's just not uh, the strongest yeah. playing not, by yourself yeah, but I would not. love to play it with like friends and mm-hmm. like go for it 
Yeah, so that's that's it. We'll have to give that a go someday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we'll update you guys. Oh yeah, yeah, all the listeners. Media boys rewind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. A year later, when we go back, you know. Yeah. Oh, we'll revisit the media. Oh yeah, we uh, had to revisit the media, oh. of course. When we re- redo, we remake these early episodes. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to remake all these episodes. Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> all, these, all two. Yeah. All, two. all the same content. <laughs> and how we feel about it a year later. Yeah. I'll have your scripts. Oh, wow. in that would actually be interesting, but no, there's too much like, media. Like scripted, like each episode just gets like scripted and like, but then like next year when we redo the episode, it gets like wilder mm-hmm. and wilder. Yeah. With every every reimagining of the media voice yeah that would actually be really cool we See do like a new, a new yeah exactly we're gonna be we, completely different boys we could do like a new ghostbusters type of thing and we're all children whoa <laughs> yes fun that'd be fun mm-hmm. get get uh people on fiverr to record every word that we say <gasps> yes uh now we're talking. Are we still talking about adaptation or something? Meta. Yeah, Whoa. an adaptation of Media Voice. Yes. You broke the. Who you didn't break the fourth wall. You broke the fifth wall. Drake Bell. Drake Bell. He's on Fiverr, right? Yeah. Um, He's on Cameo. Gottfried. He'll do anything. I think I feel like Chris is the Gilbert Gottfried kind of guy. Uh, I'm not going to attempt that voice. My no, throat no, is already. No, no, I don't think any of us are. <laughs> That's not that's not my bag. Okay, I can do Jack. You want to hear Jack? You did Jack last episode. <laughs> hey, we're doing if we're talking remakes, <laughs> you know, yeah, gotta bring Jack back. Uh-huh. Here. Jack hey, back, Chinatown Two. Oh yeah, uh, the tale this is my. This is the second Jake. Okay, here we go. Okay, let's talk about the music now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, he's. Jack is back and he sounded a lot worse for Wayne. Yeah, like where'd he go? I heard him. Yeah, Jack was here for a moment on the Zoom. One sec. I think he might... Let's uh, let's get uh, let's get Jack in here. I think he might be having throat problems. I don't know. He doesn't want to talk anymore. Well, he's, he's old, understandable. Okay, I think he joined the Zoom call now. Hello, Jack. You there? No, that's the unfriended guy. That's the demon from Unfriended. Oh my God. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if William is shoving his head into a blender in a few seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't have a blender. Yeah. We somebody protect Jack. Somebody go check on Jack. Yeah, Jack, you're muted. I'm oh, oh, okay. Yeah, watch out. You got to <laughs> the bottom left corner. Hit I just no, it's okay. Actually, I just got word he's uh, currently in a hot tub eating a sandwich. Uh, so, oh, okay. cool. with sunglasses on. Yeah, that's just on a yacht. Did you ever go to the Hollywood Horror Nights house of The Shining? The Shining Hall? Yeah. No, I didn't. You were there? Yeah, uh, I, I went through it. Did it <laughs> I thought it was really funny how, like, everyone had, like, the, all the Jack Nicholson's had Jack Nicholson wigs mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Like, they had, like, a weird, like, bald cap Yeah, with that wig. Ugly yeah, hair, and, like, yeah. just like, oh, that looks real bad. <laughs> well, that was, like, Dr. Sleep. The most recent. Did you see Dr. Sleep? No, did I haven't not. seen it yet. All, so I won't spoil mm-hmm. anything, but... I mean, basically, you know, Jack is back, baby. But uh, it's a different act. You know, it's obviously a different actor. And they look like they just came out of a mad TV skit. That's skit. funny. Ooh, yikes. All right. Yeah, on to the music. Yeah. On what to Chris the... has been wanting to do 
but we wouldn't let them. Yeah, we had to save it to them. <laughs> we yeah. held this Zoom call hostage. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah, Let's do awesome. it. Okay, music. Yeah. Here we go. Come uh, on. Surferosa by the Pixies, 1988 um, alternative rock album uh, produced by the famous Stephen Albini of Big Black. Uh, very noisy, kind of rough rock. Very different from what's like normally, like what you think of like late 80s music. Highly influenced Nirvana. Um, just like brought in a whole new scene of music. Um, I personally love it. Because, because um, when I was getting into Sonic Youth, I kind of got into the Pixies. It's one of my mom's favorite bands. Listening to this, uh, I just get a lot of flashbacks, a lot of memories. Um, there's some really solid songs. It's a really just like comical album. Absolutely yes. adore it. Like, it's just like full of like, I think what I love about it is it's full of just great moments. Like, like moments like on Tony's theme where it's like, this is a song about a superhero named Tony. And like, yeah. I, I love that. And, and this song's called Tony's theme. Yeah. And then it just goes off yeah. and it's, um, and like, it's kind of like the way I'm going to say this is a little rudimentary, but I just love the hard noise. And then the chorus is just as soft as possible. And then back into the hard noise. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how'd you guys, what'd you guys think of it? Oh, I, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Um, Probably something against you, not my favorite, but I was like, "Whoa, this is wild!" It was like, mm-hmm. it was some, it was wild, uh, and I really liked. Oh my golly! Yes. Oh, oh my golly. golly! Oh my golly! Yes. Yeah. My, oh my golly might be my favorite song. Yeah. Even though "Where's My Mind" is on there. So I'm about to say something wild. Everyone's I think "Where Is My Mind" kind of brings down the album a little bit for me it's, because it's not consistent with the rest of the album. It is not. Yeah. It's well, not, it's. It's a funny gag in hindsight that they yeah. put their most famous song <laughs> that's a complete different tone from the rest yeah. of the album just smack in dab the in the middle. Of the album. Yeah. It's insane. Like it's obviously like the changing point. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, Dark Side of the Moon has money in the middle of the album which is completely different from anything else on mm-hmm. that album. It's Yeah. It's interesting. What's, I I'll probably say this about Where is My Mind just cuz I've heard it so many times. Yeah. Um, it's not like yeah. I'm not really indifferent to song. I don't think I like it. That really? much, I, song. I think it's a good song. I think it's a good song. Fine. I just think when I listen to the album, like it's just too different. Like, well, I have a. I'm not putting it on any of my playlists. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. How how many pieces of media can you name that use that song? Like, how many movies? Uh, I know Fight oh, Club. TV shows. I know good media that use that. Yeah. Rock band. Yeah, rock band. You can see rock bands in that. Lego I will say to add to the list because maybe we'll, we'll have to look up a list, an actual list. Yeah. Uh, Observe and report. Oh yeah. That uses, where, where my, where's my where's mind? my mind has its own Wikipedia page. Yeah. Recorded in nineteen And even that song, "Where Is My Mind," kind of it, it feels different from anything coming out at that time. Fight Club. Absolutely love. Yeah. Well, Fight Club. Because that's when it became a hit. It wasn't a hit at the time. Like if you look at the thing, the only single was "Gigantic." And then Fight Club put this in here, and it just really like it hit really hard. It's in NASA. NASA's NASA used it in their media to wake up the team. <laughs> wow! To wake up the team working on the Mars rover. It's in Spirit. the HBO show The Leftovers. It's on the tenth episode of the web series Akbar. Oh, Akbar. where is my mind? It's definitely on more stuff. No, Akbar. Yeah. We'll have to cover that later on the show. Cover every single. Uh, media that uses song. What's your favorite web series, guys? 
don't know. Akbar. What's your favorite cover of Where's My Mind? Yeah, we got a list of covers right here. The Supervillains and Harley Poe yeah. both do it. What two completely different bands? James, James Blunt. Blunt. I feel like the song that I always go back to is um is River Euphrates. Uh, that song like hits hard. Um, I'd have to look at the list one more time. Uh, Bone Machine is such a great opener. Like it, it's oh. like the right way to open this it's kind weird. of album. Yeah, exactly. And like yeah. once again, like that classic, like everything stops in your bone. My bones got a little machine, yeah. and then that's it. It's it's really interesting. It's in yeah. Like by it. Oh, go ahead. Uh, that sets the the theme, which yeah. I think one of the big themes of this album is a isn't isn't the human body just so weird? Yeah, for sure. All right. Face. I mean, a little bone machine. That's weird. Cactus. Break my body. Yeah, cactus. I'm amazed it's a weird song. Yes. It's, it starts out with them just like talking and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's so good. It's really into hockey. Play- yeah, the old hockey players. I love that. Yeah. That's like one of the first like instances of like studio talk being put like straight mm-hmm. onto an album. I guess now they regret that for some reason, but I think it's like one of those memorable moments yeah. from this album. But I, I can say one thing. This is the only Pixies album I like. Oh, yeah. hot take. Yeah, I, hot you know what? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I like songs. I like songs off Too Little, but like as an album as a whole, it's not my thing. Yeah, I haven't heard every one of their albums, yeah. but I have heard Doolittle, and I don't really care for it. Yeah, to be honest. I mean, I know it's uh it's like their most famous album. Mm-hmm. And I guess people refer to it as a masterpiece. And maybe it is. Maybe I just have to revisit it. But maybe. Well, every time I've listened to it, I just can't really get into it. But this but, one, I had a much easier time with, with like getting like getting into it because it's well, a, it, it has a nice aggressive. It's nice and aggressive. Yeah. I love like, that. 34 minutes? Yeah, 34 minutes. There's like minute long songs. It, does, it doesn't overstate its well. All, all the songs are, except for Where Is My Mind? I like I like shorter songs personally. Yeah, yeah. This album definitely influenced like ska. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, something against you when it first started off. I was like, oh shit, is this gonna be a ska no, song? No, it sounds like a ska song, especially that mm-hmm. one. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this mm-hmm. is like a riff, a ska riff. And when I was listening to this too, I didn't. When I was listening to it, I just put on it. Know what year it came out? Yeah. But now, no, obviously, knowing what year it came out, it's like, oh, this is a huge, like, influential on grunge. Yeah, no, exactly. It's a huge, like, it's like all the sound and noise of grunge without, like, uh, the lyricism of it. I mean, uh, I was reading up on Kurt Cobain's, like, top 100 albums, and this one's number two on his list. And um, you can you can tell, and he said, never mind, is like, inspired completely by this album i'm not a big nirvana head but i mean it's, it's interesting how much of its influence reaches out i can't believe this was made in the 80s it sounds like nothing i've heard out of the 80s, 80s. Yeah. yeah it's it's interesting it's definitely like sonic youth uh, this were like doing the same kind of deal at that time um, yeah ones as well this uh this album big influence for Scott and Oingo Boingo. Good old uh, Oingo Boingo. They combined to create a, a whole new genre of music. Mm-hmm. But Scott was already thing before this. <laughs> third, you mean third? You know what I mean, uh, William? <laughs> uh, excuse me. There are multiple waves of uh music. <laughs> okay, post uh. Post ska, are we in the, in the air now? 
uh, ska. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna go on record saying I like ska, but like definitely I'm bigger fan of things that were influenced by ska mm-hmm. more than the genre itself. Yeah. I mean, Scott has, like, a crazy, like, influence on a lot, uh, especially, like, learning about the genre, kind of, like, where it goes and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, just listening to, like, The Police, which is, like, pop 101, yeah. and that's just completely Scott. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. This all being said, uh, this is not a Scott album. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Uh, I, just brought, I just brought that up because uh, some parts of it reminded me of Scott. <laughs> it feels yeah. like the raw edge of, like, third, like, maybe like yeah some yeah. third especially some, something against you especially yeah uh, it was one of the waves i believe um <laughs> trying to sound like a trying to sound like a smart music critic yeah. i was uh this doesn't have to do with the album i'm sorry for hijacking for a second no, but um the show the cartoon network show greg of the creek uh the music is done by jeff rosenstock mm-hmm. written and you know is written by jeff rosenstock and I remember watching the first episode, I was like, I do not want to watch this show to just yeah. hear the Jeff Rosenstock music. But they just came out the other day of uh, the album of the songs from the show. And it's uh, not good. Oh, really? But like, it's, it's definitely like Jeff Rosenstock kid bop. Yeah, if you're a Rosenstock, like... <laughs> it's like, it's, like, it's yeah. like a kid's bop cover of Jeff Rosenstock. You can hear definitely like a lot of... Like, some of the songs of the album are like songs that he's already done or will do. Mm-hmm. in uh, no dream that just came out and uh like speaking speaking to build off of that that's kind of what this band has become now because they released eps not too yeah. long ago and it just feels like a very watered down version of this i mean it's only the i think i'm pretty sure it's only the lead singer yeah black francis i think he's the only one to return and it kind of loses yeah. like its touch hmm. but i mean like not like jeff rosenstock lost his touch oh, or no dream is so good yeah yeah i really like that album no, and also speaking of Jeff Rosenstock, I'm gonna have to take vacation at some point. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. that that Don't is worry. like the I was, slam. I was thinking about it for this coming because I'm gonna do the yeah the album. thing, but I'm not gonna do it. I got a different one. Okay, cool. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's no guess... dream, Jeff Rosenstock. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> I guess we could do final thoughts now. Uh-huh. On, uh... Overall, very very good. Mm-hmm. Short, and a lot of the songs are just a jam. Yeah. In terms of uh, uh, talking the Pixies as a band, I mean, w- to sum up, sum up my experience with the band, I uh, I was at a festival and, and the Pixies were playing there. Yeah, Big Guava. And I saw them. I see, yeah, Big Guava. And I saw them from far away. And I heard, where is my mind? And I was like, okay. And I walked away. Uh, so that was like as far as I would go mm-hmm. with them back then. And then later on, I listened to Doolittle, wasn't really into it. Um, but then, because you recommended Surfer Rosa, check out Surfer Rosa. I liked it. It's a good album. Yeah, it, yeah, it's wild how different every song is from Where's My Mind. Yeah, I that and that's what like I really love this album. But that's just the one little bit that I can like say is like brings it down a little bit. Because personally, cut I, it out, make it even thirty minutes. Exactly. <laughs> like I did my personal cut because I love a good cohesive solid album, mm-hmm. and I feel like that kind of kills it. But everything else around it. It's really good just like jamming out like it felt like just a band coming together just having fun doing whatever the hell they wanted and i love that energy yeah and another final thought uh where is my mind is uh their creep by radiohead that's my final thought okay bye <laughs> yeah no a hard agree i'm not gonna say anything else on the subject except they ride a uh where is my mind 
Radiohead doesn't do anything with Creed. Yeah, you can see the. <laughs> that's a you know that's where you can draw the line between the Pixies and uh, Radiohead. Yeah. So yeah, boys, uh, we just went through all of our media. I know I'm gonna recommend for next week. Okay, yeah. So I do too. Do you know you what you're doing? <laughs> do you know what game you're picking, Chris? Uh, so I wanted, I wanted Flappy to do a bird. switch. Flappy Bird. <laughs> gotta go on eBay, buy an iPhone, and have it installed. You're close. I was actually gonna recommend Angry Birds, and not just regular Angry Birds, but the one that's oh. based off the movie. Oh. Oh, okay. If is that a thing? Is there an Angry Birds the movie? I don't game? know. Fro- uh, I would assume there's like yeah, maybe. billions of those games. Well, actually, I changed my mind. Star Wars Flappy Bird. Angry yeah, Star Wars. I can Star get Wars a- Angry Bird. Star Wars Flappy Bird. <laughs> If only, if only we could get that, but those goddamn yeah, copyright would, uh, bastards. Oh, but before that, what's the best media? Oh, yeah. What's the best media this week? We're uh, doing that still? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, thought I, we were just going to give them ratings. No, what's the best media? Oh, yeah. So so we're going to stick with best media? Best media. I would have to go with adaptation. Adaptation, I think so, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Chris gets out <laughs> Again. <laughs> I want to take it a step further. I'm going to want me to rate each one out of ten. Do you want me to do that? Should Go I do that? Sure. If you want. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to single myself out here. <laughs> well, I mean, I will too. Um, I guess let's all rate. Um, let's go media by media. What would you rate? What do we do first? What, uh, adaptation. I would give it a, I'm going to give adaptation a 9 out of 10. I'm giving it an 8. Oh, fuck. This is so hard. <laughs> yeah. This is so you don't, cool. Look. Yeah. You I don't have to. 7? Seven? Seven? Okay, seven. <laughs> That's good. Seven. Yeah, because yeah. I think the idea when we do this is we need to be like yeah. as consistent as possible, I, making five average. At, five is average, yeah. I think. Yeah. Fuck. Maybe eight. I'm gonna go eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah, okay. Good. That's a solid rating. I give it a nine out of ten. It's just every time I revisit it, I just think about it for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great film. Uh, but I already did my final thoughts on this uh, movie, so why yeah, am I so, saying that? Uh, Lost Planet, what's the... Uh, <laughs> my memories of the game, fucking 10. 10. 10 uh, with uh, multiplayer and everything, but definitely after playing it recently and uh, going off just, just the single player, I'm going to say like maybe... Uh, maybe... Uh, no, I mean, rate it how you feel. Maybe Don't... a 6. 6. 5. I'm okay. gonna go five. Five. Wow. Six. No, I'm gonna do six. Okay, I was about to say I'm gonna rate it a six. I was actually gonna give it a six. I, I think we're all on the same page. I mean, I mine's obviously incomplete because I didn't finish the game, but I would have to give it six out of ten. Yeah. And then what about just Surf? off what I experienced? It's a fun game. Surfer Rosa. I'm gonna get Surfer Rosa. I'll, I'll say a seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. I might. I might say. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna give probably a six also. A six, nice. Uh, I I just I really enjoy the album, uh, so that's I, I, gonna be another eight for me. Fuck. But I don't really know what what is my idea of an average song. Yeah, <laughs> well, okay, look, average what's band. The most average? Look, we There's, don't. Okay, it's definitely way better than the most average band. Yeah. Oh, we tried. <sighs> this was trying. This is us trying something different. We don't have yeah. to do yeah, this we every don't week. Have to stick to this. This is kind of hard. <laughs> I mean, every episode we could do a new way of uh, rating yeah. the content. Yeah. Last week we ranked them off what was best. This week we did a numerical value. Yeah. Well, we still got to do Next, the best media. Next yeah. week, letter grades. Letter, letter grades. grades. Okay. The week after that, still just 
Okay. Uh, week after that, it will happen. Yeah. 50 is an F. Average is an F still. Jesus. <laughs> See, that's what sucks because, like, it's hard to, like, just take one piece of media and, like, compare it to everything else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say adaptation was uh, well, adaptation was the best, best media, best media this week. Adaptation, what I had an idea for like a sequel to adaptation where it's someone that has to write a review of um, adaptation <laughs> and they want to do something no one else has done. And like, uh, like before I said, uh, a modern critic would call him an incel, mm-hmm. he has to write a review of adaptation without using incel. <laughs> Or uh, far right <laughs> to describe a, a lonely person. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I'm having such a hard time, and he just he's driven insane. That'd be pretty good. Am I the incel? <gasps> yes. Wow. But and no. at the end of the movie, he doesn't get laid. Oh. It's a twist on the old-fashioned trope. Why would I watch it then? That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah I mean, we watched Man, One Flew of the Cuckoo's any... Nest. One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, the, the guy gets laid, Oops, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, adaptation, uh, at, we assume he gets laid. We assume? Uh, Who's to so say? Does he have we have to, look we just up. have to see someone get laid every movie we watch. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so how do we end this? Like, um, do um, we have what? I'm going to say what media. Yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, but best media adaptation this week. Just yes. To solidify- Wait, I thought we already did that. <laughs> media, just to solidify it as. Just so case- what's your recommendation for next episode? My recommendation for next week is uh, Live the Dream by Ram Shackle. Okay, cool. Already logging it into Spotify. Nathan, you say yours really slowly so I can think okay. of something. Um, so my pick is uh, from uh, L.A. Story from the early 90s, 1991, Steve Martin movie, one of my all-time favorite comedies, and I'm excited to share it with you guys. I will tell you right now, unless I really hate it this time, it's probably a 10 from me, uh, just to preamble it, so let's just get that out. Of the Stop! Are gonna watch if we even rank Sorry, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a bunch of FaceTime calls right now. Jeez. Blown up. My, it's a, it's my came. little sister. Oh, gotcha. Uh, my sibling keeps calling me. Stop! <laughs> it's driving me nuts. I'm trying to do a podcast. And now you got it. What's your media? What's your, what's your game? So what's you it? said LA Story. I kind of derailed that. I, I don't know why you recommended it, but I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited to watch. Yeah. Uh, my recommendation has got to be. Uh, a fairy tale game on the PS3 where you <laughs> the Grim no the I, I was about to say Grim no. Billy and Mandy. Let's see today's today's well, naughty, naughty don't bear wear ties. Naughty bear yeah <laughs> no <laughs> I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think I want to do a, a switch game like something I could West of Loathing. I've never played that though. Well, that's probably gonna be my next yeah, game, actually. Nice. Oh. I want to do something. Slay the Spire. Yeah, <laughs> let's take that one. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do Slay the Spire. No, can I have time to think about it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be inspired. I, I'm just. Start not... with what letter? 
<laughs> A through Z. Gotta be one of those. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. But well, um, you guys, you know what? The listener will know on the next episode what I recommended. Mm-hmm. So they'll well, have to wait. We should do that. One secret media week. Yeah, we uh, got to see. Uh, I'm the secret media. Ooh. Oh, Chris. Yeah, Chris's thing is always the secret media. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Because I, well, that's just an excuse for my indecisiveness. Yeah. <laughs> but trust me, I had a hard time picking my media. Like, I've, I've been like, I don't know. Like, I think of something and I'm like, oh, but I want to recommend that one. And no, I want to recommend that Looking one. Looking good. Yeah, no. Thank Christmas you. I just, died. I caught a glimpse of myself in the Zoom and I was like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, baby. Looking good, king. All right. Yeah. Is this it? Yeah. I well, guess that's it. Throw an ad at the end of here. Yeah, Come on, Twix. Give us a sponsor. Yeah, left Twix. Left Twix. Start in your coffee. Yeah. And if any right Twix, left Twix, <laughs> will we'll either work. Just not both. We can't do we Let's can't go both. lay on some Casper mattresses while we'll cooking go, up Blue Apron. We'll use our free um, Anna, Adam and Eve. We got our uh, sex swing. Uh, I'm going to go big here. Candies first. Yeah. Let me go big and confident here and say, I'm going to drink a Coca-Cola <laughs> while I drive my Ford car. <laughs> Your Ford F-150? If we can get Coke and Ford. All right. I can't wait to go to Walt Disney World. I'm going to drive <laughs> my Ford. Star Wars right. <laughs> I'm going to drive my Ford F-150 right through a Walmart. Yeah, right and, through the window. Yeah, and next week we're gonna have Steven Spielberg on to talk about the new remake of West Side Story. So uh-huh. be be excited for that one. Man. And how they're gonna cut out Ansel Elgort. <laughs> media heads. <laughs> oh, what do we call our fans? Are uh, they just media boys? <laughs> yeah, we we don't they're media they're meaty boys. Meaty. Or meaties. They can just be meaties. Ah, meaties. The meaties. meaties. Media yeah. uh, media heads. Yep. So and the the, the anticipate. The anticipation for a new episode is called the meat sweats. <laughs> the, the meat sweats. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm just absolutely, I'm sweating meat bullets right now, waiting for the new episode. I'm sweating meatballs waiting for this next episode. Okay. Right. I guess I have to answer this Bye FaceTime everybody. call. I'm going to hang up and answer a FaceTime call. Cool. Have, have a good day, everyone. Have a good one. I Thanks hope you all have a good... Listening. Let's play that outro music. Okay. Outro music incoming. See you guys next episode. We're the Media Boys. I'm Chris. I'm Nathan. And I'm William. Have a good... Have a good... Have a good, have a good night. night. All right. Okay, bye.